What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of Tom Girl Podcast. I am annoying artist. Wow, I have not said that in so long. It's been almost two weeks since I've recorded um, a fresh new episode for you guys. So I'm back. I'm excited and I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted and I'm just praying that um, this comes out and this sounds good and that I have high energy for you guys. So what's up? Like it's been such a long time. And what have y'all been up to? Like my week has been just crazy. So I got back on Monday from my vacation. I spent some time in Europe and we'll talk about that later. But I got back on Monday and from Monday, I went to, I came to work Tuesday. So today is my Friday. Today is Saturday. And I'm exhausted. Like I'm wore out. Like I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I just wish that like I could just spend some time in bed and rejuvenate. But then it's like I got all these goals and all, you know, all these tasks that I need to complete. And then I'm constantly like juggling like self-care work self-care work you know hobbies podcasts self-care work self-care work and it's just too much so I made a commitment to you guys and most importantly I made a commitment to myself so that's why I'm here if not my ass would be on the train on my way home right now but that's how much I love y'all so my week has just been tired crazy exhausting this is like the last week like the semester is like almost up so just little things that you have to like take care of and like tie up and I'm just getting so tired of just seeing like certain students like in my face I'm just like can we please be over can this this whole thing I feel like this is a a nightmare that I'm just living in a nightmare and I have not you know woke up yet I'm just praying that oh my god can this please be over can this please be over oh so I got back from my vacation. Um, I spent some time in Europe. Yeah, so I took a vacation. I went to Denmark, um, and I stayed in Copenhagen, and I I went to Sweden, and I was out, like, out in Stockholm. And that was one of the most blessed, amazing, awesome times of my life. Like, the culture, the people, the food, I loved it. It was so different, you know, like all of those Norwegian countries and Scandinavia. It's just something so magical and special about them. So when I was on vacation, girl, like I was fucking doing it. I was doing it. My mind was like over there. Anything that was going on back here in the States, back here in New York did not concern me. I was not worried about it. I had no problems, nothing at all. And like on day three, Day three, I literally started to feel like a local. I really did. Um, I was like, damn, like, I motherfucking live here. I live here now. Like, I can honestly see myself, like, living there. And I will definitely be back soon. So that was a well-needed vacation because I was about to blow. Like, the little engine that could, like, all this little steam. I was about to fucking blow like a fucking teapot, little kettle like a little short nigga who always gets mad about everything. They just want to throw a fit, a tantrum. I I was just so like tired and like wore out even before I left. Before I left, I was just like, oh my God, 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 oh my God. And then finally my little vacation came and it went as quick as it came. And now I'm back here. 
and now I'm back here. And graduation is honestly like a few days away. It's like next week and it just cannot come fast enough. It really, really can't. So before my vacation, I honestly thought I was doomed because my car got towed. And I live in New York City and I don't know if anyone has ever gotten their car towed, especially in New York City, but it is not fun. And I had been ducking and dodging New York City parking patrol. I have been ducking and fucking dodging their ass for a long ass time. And they finally got me to where at first, like, I was like, damn, fuck, my car is towed. But then I was like, you know what? It was coming. It was coming. You can't outsmart them and they got you. So now you got to pay up. You know, that that was my attitude. It just was not fucking fun. It was very expensive. Like, apparently, I owed the city, I want to say, like, 300 and $64. And if you are over a certain amount, like if you're over $350, your car gets booted. So it wasn't towed. Let me let me take a step back. Let me correct myself. My car was booted. Okay, if it gets booted and towed, that's even more money. That's even like worse because it, it goes to the pound. So my car was booted. So this was this literally happened like a week before my vacation, right? So I owe the city like $364. And if it's over $350, um, they have a right to come and like boot your car. Now the fees that come on top of it are like crazy. They're insane. It's like outrageous. I literally felt like they were like fucking taking advantage of me, right? Like, okay, I, I owe you guys 364 bucks. That's cool. That's well known it's stated but the fee to get the boot off of my car was like 150 dollars plus like some extra fees on top of that so in total i had to pay like 664 dollars to get that boot off of my car and that was the absolute last thing i wanted to do right so i had a feeling that it was gonna happen i'm not gonna lie like a day or two before, I had a feeling that it was going to happen. So I didn't find out that my car was booted until Sunday. The car was actually booted on Thursday. So I don't really drive a lot in New York City. So once I park my car, it's usually there for the week until I have to move it again for alternate side parking in Brooklyn. So I was like, oh, let me just. And what what caused me to like go check on my car? I went, I was looking for a pair of shorts. <laughs> Like I was packing for my trip. I was literally like packing for my trip, getting ready. I was looking for a pair of shorts and I thought that they were like in my car. So I was like, oh, okay, it's a nice day out. Let me go for a nice little walk. Let me go walk to my car and go look for these shorts, right? Turns out I didn't even need the shorts because where I was going, the weather was definitely not warm and the shorts, they were not in my car. So um, yeah, I get to my car. Like I'm walking up to my car and I kind of see it and then I see <laughs> the embarrassing ass yellow yellow paper just taped to your windows I see the boot and the paper is like old because it's just been sitting there for a few days and I guess it rained or whatever so now the white paper has turned orange and disgusting colors and it just looks like it's just been sitting outside in someone's junkyard so I'm like damn how much is this gonna cost me so I'm sitting there like, oh, okay, you know, it's probably going to be about like 300, 400 bucks. So I make a phone call and she's like, yeah, it's going to be $664. I was like, oh my fucking God. So I had the money, right? I had the money to pay for it, but that was like technically coming out of like my vacation fund. So what do I do? I pick up the phone. I call my mother 
I call my mother and I cry like a baby. I tell her how embarrassed, ashamed I feel, um, what was going on. And I was like, mom, like I'm literally like my, I literally get on a plane in like a week and like that's my vacation money. Like, uh, you know, I'm just on the phone with her just like, you know. And she's like, okay, you know, so she gives me her credit card. So I had to call. You have to, like, pay over the phone. You can't pay online or nothing. And they give you a release code. And you put in that code, and the boot comes off, like, right then and there. And then you have to take that boot like that and drop it off. Because if you don't, they're going to keep charging you for not returning it. So I'm like, this is like a cycle of, of crazy. So, you know, my mother paid for the boot to come off my car. But she was like, yeah, I'm going to need this money back. And I was like, when you, when you going to need it back? But when? <laughs> That's what was going through my mind. Like, when? You need it today, tomorrow? I can give it to you, but I don't know when, you know. So, you know, being the good daughter that I am, I gave it back. I had to, you know. She's my mother. I had to give it back to her. If it was anybody else and I owed money, hell fuck no. Hell fuck no. Come get it from me. Um, So that was that. And then I, oh, let me tell you how I, how I got $600 back, right? So I made a, I made a quick deal right quick, you know, with like one of my associates that I do business with, one of my business associates, you know, and they were like, yeah, cool. I can give you, I can give you 600 bucks. I was like, oh, all right, cool. So I made it back, you know, no sweat. So that's all behind me. So now I'm back and I'm trying to get like in the flow of things, but it's just like my equal, equilibrium is just like off. It's off. Like, ever since I got off that fucking plane, it was such a long ride. Oh, my God. The flight from, like, you know, Denmark to New York City, it was, like, fucking 10 hours. And I was just, I was just like, get me off the plane. Like, I can do four hours, five hours. You know, I can, there's only so much sleep I can do on a plane. Right. So I make sure that I tire myself the fuck out. I make sure I tire myself the fuck out. So when I get on the plane and we take off, especially if it's dark, I know I can get a good two hours of sleep in. Right. And then I might wake up, get something to, you know, eat, get something to drink. They might be like passing out snacks, whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go back to sleep for another like 45 minutes. And I do that. And then I wake up, I go pee, I come sit back down. See if I can like watch a little movie, watch a little movie, get a little cold, go to sleep. Then I like look up and I wake up and I'm like, fuck, I'm still on this plane. And I see how long we have like in flight. Still got four or five hours in flight. So I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So we finally made it. We finally landed at JF. And then I had to go through, you know, border and customs. All right. So that was the most bizarre. It's a mess. Like I don't I don't even have the words to explain border and like customs in like New York City. It's a hot fucking mess. I was literally like in that line for like I want to say like an hour. An hour or like maybe more. And like I have been on this flight for like 10 hours and the first thing that I want to do is like I want to go home. I want to piss. I want to pee and poop in my own toilet. I want to take a bath because I feel disgusting. And I want to get some Popeyes. Like, oh my God. So I finally got through that. Took an Uber. I live in Brooklyn. Took an Uber to Brooklyn. Not too far. It was about like 30, 40 minutes or whatever. Got out. I was too tired and felt too disgusting to go. Because that day, my period came on. So let me tell you guys about this crazy ass fucking story. So my flight left like Denmark at like eight 
55. We were boarding probably about like around 8.20. So I woke so I woke up that morning at like 5 a.m. I naturally wake up every morning like around 5 a.m. Whether I had eight hours of sleep or not, I just get up. Then it's up to me if I want to get up and like start my day or whatever. So I was like, oh, you know, I got up at five o'clock, you know, five, six, seven, eight. That's more than enough time to get ready and like leave for the airport. Because, you know, the Copenhagen Central Station was not too far from my um, hotel. And then from the, you know, Central Station to the airport is like maybe 10, 15 minutes at the most or whatever. They have a very advanced train, advanced train and metro system in Copenhagen. It's by far one of the best I've ever been on, you know. But anyways, so I'm up and I'm like packing and I'm getting ready to like get on the, you know, plane or whatever, you know. And then I, I woke up and I had a little surprise. My period was here. So I was like, oh, OK, no biggie. You know, you know, I just put on a put on a tampon, took some like Tylenol so I wouldn't, you know, have really bad cramps or whatever. And I was like, oh, OK. And I was on my way. So it wasn't until I looked at the time and it was like 730. And I was like, oh, bitch, you forgot you got to like walk to the metro station, the central station. And then from there, get on the train and then go to the airport I was like how long did you think this was gonna take in your head so it's like 7 30 now so now I'm like rushing my ass <laughs> I was like fuck I cannot miss this flight it's just something about like your last day in a country like I was literally literally there for like a week it's something about like your last day in like a country and you're so tired and exhausted you're just like burnt out from all the travel all the food all the walking all the pictures all the videos all the social media that you've been doing all that time that you've just been chilling and hanging out I literally was burnt out on like day six day seven so day seven I was like okay even though I don't really want to go back to the states I got to go back. I got to go home. So now it's like all of a sudden my adrenaline is rushing. I'm like, fuck, I got to get to the airport. I got to get to the airport. I got to get, I got to get, I got to get out of here. Got to get out of here. Got to get out of here. Got to get out of here now. Now, 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 now. I got to get home. Got to get home. Got to get home. So my ass was carrying two heavy ass backpacks. You should have seen my ass. Literally. I was like, oh my God, please don't fucking fall over. I call myself trying to like pack light. I took nothing but like backpacks. I had one backpack for like my clothes and the other for like my camera equipment and stuff like that. I overpacked a lot on this trip. Seriously. It was like I didn't even wear half the stuff in there and I had a backpack. So I didn't even have a luggage. I didn't even have a box with wheels on it. So I was like, okay, next time, now you know what you need and what you don't need, you know. I finally make it to Copenhagen Central Station, and then I get on the train. Almost got on the wrong train, right? That would have been a disaster. Got on the train. I made it to the airport by, like, 8 or maybe, like, yeah, like, 8. And then it really took me a long-ass time to go through TSA because, like, they make you take off your, like, you know, electronics, like your laptop and your, you know, tablets and all that stuff. So the way I packed, I had so much shit. Everything was, like, buried. And then you should have saw me trying to go through the line. Like, I was trying my best and my quickest to, like, go through everything and grab everything that I needed so that I can like go through the security. Oh my God. So the, they literally like stopped me and it was like, yeah, you got a bunch of shit in here. So we're gonna have to like check it. So I was like, okay, Rihanna, just be cool. Just be cool. Just be cool. You're gonna make it. You're gonna make it. 
So they, yeah, so that was like another 10 to 15 minutes. So I'm clear, I go through or whatever, and like I'm walking to like, you know, my terminal and my gate. It was just weird. I was just like kicking my backpacks like down the fucking terminal hall. I'm just like, oh, I'm trying to make it, trying to make it, trying to make it. And then I felt myself like wet. And I was like, why the hell are you fucking wet? So I went to the bathroom, pulled down my pants, and there was, like, blood, like, everywhere. I was like, oh, my God, I just put this tampon in, like, not even an hour ago. And you mean to tell me, bro, that I bled through this whole thing? Like, is my period that heavy? Like, what is going on with my body? Like, what the fuck is going on? So I have, like, my backpacks with me. So I was like, fuck it. I had, like, a a tampon in my jacket, thank God. So I changed it, of course. I took off all my clothes in the bathroom. The bathrooms are very clean there, by the way. They don't have stalls. You actually have, like, a huge bathroom that you go in. I noticed that in, like, Helsinki, uh, Finland as well, Copenhagen, Stockholm, like, like, all of those countries. Their public restrooms are very, very clean. So I took off my fucking drawers. I changed everything. And, you know, I, it was a fucking mess. At the same time, I had like 10 minutes to get to the gate before they started boarding. So I was just a fucking, oh, God, I was a fucking mess. So I made it. And I got to the desk. And I was like, look, I am tired. There's no way that I'm carrying on both these backpacks on this flight. Can I check one? So the guy, his name was like Leslie. He was like, oh, we don't really do check-ins. Um at the desk and I could feel my bitchy attitude just like coming up and I was like what the hell do you mean you don't fucking check bags at the counter I've flown several different airlines never in my life have I heard of someone that doesn't check bags at the counter because when people board the fucking plane and if it's like a packed plane and they know that all this luggage ain't gonna fit they start mandatory making people check their luggage so i know for a motherfucking fact you can fucking check it right so i'm just sitting there like huffing and puffing because one i'm out of breath and two i'm like fucking pissed like what do you mean you can't fucking check it he's like ma'am it's okay i'll do it for you but it's no guarantee that it's gonna make the flight and will arrive at JFK, which is your final destination. So I was like, you know what? If it's too much of a hassle, bro, I'll take it with me. I don't want to. You know, it's just clothes. I got plenty of clothes back at the crib, but I need my shit. So if it's not going to make it, tell me right. Tell me that right now and I'll take it with me. He was like, no, ma'am, it's okay. It's going to make it. It's going to make it. It's going to make it. So I was like, okay, cool. So I just breathe in, breathe out. I have a, I have a seat. I'm like, okay, damn, I got a long ass flight. So, yeah, so my my bags did make it. Everything was there. I was cool and calm. But as I was sitting there, I couldn't remember if I put my laptop back in my bag. I was like a fucking mess. I was like, please tell me that I did not leave my laptop in Copenhagen because I would have been a hot fucking mess. But, yeah, my time that I spent in Copenhagen and in Stockholm, it was amazing. Stockholm is very beautiful. Sweden is very fucking beautiful. Um just the just the vibe just the overall vibe that I got there from the people they're way more chill way more relaxed there's no poverty so there's not a lot of crime you know I was just really chilling and enjoying myself so I would definitely be back soon um but now guys I'm back on tinder I am back on tinder and I have a tinder date really soon and the only issue the only problem with that is is I'm fucking broke. I'm not broke, broke, but it's just like, like, okay, guys, 
let me back up because I know people like try to, you know, count my pockets and stuff like that. Like the trip that I went on, right, my most recent vacation or whatever, that was paid like all in cash. I, I only used my debit card. I did not charge anything while I was there. So I paid for my hotel through my bank account, through my debit card. That was like $700. And I probably spent like $400 in one day. Like I went shopping in Stockholm. So I spent like, you know, $400 like in a few hours or whatever. So, you know, now that I'm back and I'm trying to like, prepare for my other vacation like less than a month away my next vacation or whatever I'm also going to another very expensive country I'm sorry I don't know what it is or why I chose these countries that are so expensive because everybody everybody that I see on my motherfucking timeline everybody's in Cuba everybody's in Mexico you know where it's fucking cheap at which is great Cuba's a great vacation destination I'm sure I'll go one day but this just Cuba was just not on my list this year I don't know We'll see. So I'm back on Tinder. And last year I was on Tinder heavy. And it was kind of like an ego thing where like I'll get on there and I'll just swipe, 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 right, swipe, right. Just to see, you know, who I would be paired with or matched with and just to see like how far the conversation would go. So last year, 2015 was like the year of Tinder dates, the year of like first and only dates or whatever. So I don't know if I told you guys this or whatever, but yeah, I went on a Tinder date like last year, just this one time. And I was so broke. I was so broke. I only had probably about like, probably about like 20, maybe like, nah, dog. Listen, y'all are like, what if it got $20? Listen, no, I only had probably about like $40 on me. That is so embarrassing to say. But anyways, I have probably had about like $40 on me. So this girl that I was like, you know, talking to on Tinder or whatever, I was under the impression that we were meeting up for like drinks as in like an outing. There's a difference between like going on a date and an outing. This is my first time meeting you. I feel that we should kind of get drinks like an outing, go talk, you know, just whatever. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm on Tinder. I'm about to meet this girl. So we go to this um, Korean chicken spot that she chose, which is very close by her job. um, So near like Wall Street. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm in Prospect Park. I can hop on the four, the two to the four train, get off of Wall Street, whatever, whatever. I'll be there, you know, no time. So it was kind of like one of those spontaneous things. You know, she had just got off work. I wasn't working that day or at all, probably. (laughs) I don't know what my situation was. I did a lot of freelancing and a little odd jobs here and there, you know. That's crazy, though. Like, now that I think about it, because I just did, like, my taxes for, like, 2015. My primarily, my income, I was, like, a freelancer for uh, a news station or whatever. But, like, when I did my taxes or whatever, I did pretty good. Twenty. 16 yeah I did pretty good but I was always broke I was always broke and I was always I always had these odd jobs that like a good 78% of them were like illegal like Airbnb but like back then Airbnb because the law had not been passed yet it was like there was this gray area with it in New York you know um state but now it's like flat out fucking illegal whatever but yeah all my little jobs were like you know little odd jobs whatever you know <laughs> so yeah so 
I arrive to the restaurant. She meets me. She comes out. She greets me. I'm like, you know, hey, what's up? You know, da 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 da. I had on a hat because I don't think my hair was done. Or my hair was doing crazy shit last year to where, like, I had really, really long hair. Like, now I have short hair because I had to cut it. Um, I had, like, really, really long hair. And I want to say the year of 2015 when I was out in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I was under so much stress that, like, it started to, like, break and just do, like, really weird things where, like, I guess the climate in Albuquerque is very, like, arid it's very dry like mountain shit or whatever so I guess my body and my hair could never adapt to it so my my hair was always dry like no matter what I did so even you know I have been living in New York for like a couple months now I have totally different stylists different hair products this this and that no matter what we did it just would not like grow back or whatever so at that time I still had hair but I had on a hat and I sat down and she looks and she was like how long is your hair and I was thinking, like, bitch, what the fuck kind of question is that? How long my hair is? I'm not fucking bald head. I look the same in all my fucking pictures, bitch. Anyways, tripping. So I had already scoped the menu out and how much prices cost before I agreed to even meet there. So don't think that, like, I'm just a nigga that don't know how much shit costs and they show up with no money, this, this, and that. So I made sure that what I wanted to order on the menu, I had enough money to pay for it as well as like a drink and stuff or something like that. So we arrive, I order, you know, I was like, yeah, just let me get a, you know, 10 piece, whatever wings. I'll just get um, a glass of water right there. That was like $10. That was like, you know, 10, 11, 12 bucks. Right. She orders the whole fucking goddamn menu. She orders the whole menu. Literally. She she ordered like fucking, I don't know, like 20, 30 wings, two drinks, a side of this, this and that or whatever. So which is fine. Like if I go out on a date with you and I kind of ask you on that date, that's my responsibility to like pay for it or whatever. But not 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 this, not what this was. So we're sitting there, I'm eating or whatever, just eating my food and she's like, Man, you need to use you still got meat on them bones. If you don't if you don't eat that meat off them bones, I'm gonna eat it for you. So I'm just like, Okay. All right by me, fine by me. If you wanna eat it off the bone, you know, whatever. So the bill comes. And you could see the fear in my eyes. I saw this lady walking from like down the hall and she only had like one check. So I'm like, girl, where's the other check? Girl, I know you didn't put all of this on the same tab. I know you did not do that. So I'm just like, oh my God, you can see the fear in my eyes. Bill comes back. I think it was like a total of like 40, 40 bucks. Yeah, so the bill comes back and it was like a total of 40 bucks. Now I told y'all from jump, like my meal was like, Eleven, twelve dollars, um, and I had some water, which was like free. So everything else was hers. So she saw the motherfucking fear in my eyes, and it was like slightly embarrassing. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like even if I don't like you, if I'm not attracted to you, I would still pay. If this was a date, I was you know I would still pay or whatever. So I didn't say nothing. I just kept looking at it, and then she was like, "You know what? I got it." And then I was and then I said to myself, you know what, if this was any other day, I would feel highly emasculated. But at this very moment, I was like, you know what, that sounds like a good idea. How about you handle it? You know, we've been talking you you have been talking for the past hour and a half about the good paying job that you have in your good life in New Jersey, how you just love your job and you make so much money and isn't that 
<laughs> so yeah, how about you handle it, girl? And she was like, yeah, I'll pay if you just handle the tip or whatever. So I was like, all right, cool, you know, handle the tip. And that was it. We walked out. I walked her to the train, made sure she got there safely. I said, text me when you get home. I never heard from that girl again. I never heard from that girl again. So now that I'm back on Tinder, I'm really trying not to have that happen again. Because this one is cute. This person is really, really cute. So I'm not broke, guys. Like, listen, I'm not broke. But when I say broke, it means that, like, I don't want to spend my money. I'm looking to spend others' money right now. Especially on something that, like, is not one of my main top priorities, like, traveling or like paying bills that I have to pay or maybe like getting my hair done going to my dermatologist my copay for him because I gotta make sure my face looks clean good pristine I already have enough clothes and shoes in my closet I'm not that materialistic anymore so those things don't bring me happiness and joy so if though if that doesn't fall under those things and like hey I'm not like 100% behind it and so therefore I'm broke so we shall see but uh, yeah you know I like ghetto girls that pop their bubble gum uh, like a lot of people say like that's very annoying but I find it highly attractive I don't know what it is but I find it very attractive like when you pop your bubble gum you just can't be like doing it like in every in at at every place whatever like that's just something that you could just do like if we just walking and talking or we just laid out the park or whatever you just sitting up there chewing your bubble gum you just pop your bubble gum i find that attractive but this person i'm going on a date with definitely they are definitely not the type to pop their bubble gum definitely not so which brings me to um my next topic I want to know, like, do you fart in front of your significant other? And if so, like, how long did it take you to get comfortable enough to just, like, let it out, to just fart in front of them? Because my ex, we dated, like, throughout college. Probably about, like, freshman year, sophomore year. When we got towards, like, junior year, we started to, like, break up. But, like, we weren't, like, officially broken up because, um... You know, like when you date someone for like a long time, you just get comfortable with them. So even though, you know, y'all don't like each other no more, y'all still be fucking with them just because it's convenient. All right. That's the only reason you just because it's convenient and y'all know each other and you don't feel like you want to start again with another person. So you just like, damn, I really don't like this bitch. But like, mm, you know, let me just fuck with you, you know. So that's what we had going on junior year. So when I tell you that they never farted in front of me that whole entire time never so me like I don't really care about that like I think probably like we probably have been dating for about like two months now and you know I was just laying in bed I was like look I gotta fart I just farted I just let it out sorry (laughs) so that's all it took for me you know I was like look I don't care I gotta fart I just like let it out but them oh my god and they just got like married or engaged actually I was on um, Snapchat because that's the only thing that they allow me to follow them on to this day. I think I'm still blocked on like Facebook, Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, Facebook and Instagram. I think I'm still blocked. I mean, we're cool and all. We kind of text on occasion and stuff like that. But, you know, Snapchat is cool. Like Snapchat is like that's 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 game. That's what we're cool on or whatever. And they're they're doing good. They have a career doing this and that. So, the you know, the person that they actually cheated on me with um is who they're like 
getting married or like just got engaged. So they're going to be getting married. So we kind of ended it like in 2012 or whatever. So immediately after we ended it, of course, they started seeing this other person. So from 2012 through 2017, they've been with this same person. So, you know, they recently got engaged. So congratulations. You know, I saw that shit. No, I closed my fucking Snapchat so fast. I was like, next, next, you know, happy for you, glad for you, whatever. But yeah, so they would not fart in front of me. So this one time or whatever, I had just got this new Vic skin strap. So, you know, I told them about it and they were like, oh, I want to see. Let me see. I'm, I'm on my way over there so I can see. So I'm like, OK, cool. So when you tell me you're coming over and you want to see it, this, this and that, and I got to take it out and like put it on and do all this other stuff. Like I'm thinking in my head that we about to be fucking. We are about to be fucking because I don't like that's that's another thing where I don't really take nudes anymore. Like You don't know how many times I've sent someone news especially of that thing especially of that strap and i don't even get any in return or whatever and i'm like i'm tired of people doing that i'm tired of people doing that to me like yeah so they come over and um she brought some cookies with her and she was like can you um bake these cookies or whatever whatever so i you know turned the oven on or whatever put the cookies in so i step out of the room and when i came back she had that whole room lit the fuck up Oh my God, it was so fucking stink. And she was just sitting there. And I was like, oh my God, did you just fart? And she's like, yeah, I couldn't hold it. And she just started laughing because that was the first time that she had ever farted in front of me and like forever, like ever. And we had, we were like pretty much broken up. This was like two years later or whatever. And I was like, wow, you really stink. You stinky, stinky poots. Like, oh my God, like, damn, what have you been eating? It literally took you that, literally took you that long to just feel comfortable to fart in front of me. And then you didn't even do it in front of me. You waited until I stepped out of the room because you thought, that like it was gonna be like some like silent fart that did not smell and you didn't know until it was too late (laughs) until it was too late and I was like wow oh my god so yeah so we're baking cookies or whatever and I show it to her and she's like oh okay and I was kind of like what do you mean oh okay I was so pissed off so no we didn't fuck we didn't have sex we didn't do anything so the cookies are done baking. And I say, I was like, I say to her, I was like, do you want to take these to go? You know, because it's getting kind of late because you're not about to sit up here and look at my face and not fuck me. Come over here. Want 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 me to show you something. You know what I mean? And, and you don't fuck. You're not about to like sit up here and look at my face all night. You're not about to s- sleep over here. So I was like, if you just wait on these cookies, girl, they are done. And you can like eat them on the way home, on the ride home. She's like, oh, okay. You're so funny. You're so funny. Nah. But yeah, I'm just like, dude, I don't fucking take take nudes anymore. Like, God, I have not taken a nude since like fucking 2008. And I just pray that the ones that I've taken never, ever resurface because I was too young. I was like so young back then. But yeah, I was like, man, fuck out of here. Like, fuck out of here with that shit. Big old loud, nasty ass fart. But yeah, that was funny. Like, that was fucking hilarious. So um let's talk about serena williams and beyonce's pregnancy like i am here for it i am here for it like beyonce is being criticized that she's doing too much with this pregnancy i don't care i'm here for for all of the happiness and all the joy and all the photos of her family that she wants to post 
she's she pregnant with two people inside of her like come on guys she's such a phenomenal woman like i don't give a shit like i'm here for it i live for it her and serena williams serena looks so beautiful she looks so good pregnant and i'm so happy for her and alexis it is and it's like you know regular dirty old musty niggas got something to say about her and alexis right y'all don't call this girl every name in the book about how she's too masculine she's not feminine enough she looks like a man it's like a dude this this, this, and that i'm sorry i am sorry that she emasculates black men she emasculates you she has more money than you she's more successful than you so of course talk down on her but she said that alexis has treated her better than any other black man that she has ever dated and for that i do not blame her i cannot hate on that like love is love and it is what it is so she looks amazing pregnant beyonce looks amazing pregnant like i am here like i'm here for all the tea for all the gossip for all the pics until it until it happens until it comes until they you know oh my god it's gonna be so exciting she's gonna have three kids it's just she's gonna take time off how much i can guarantee you this next album that she fucking puts out if she like if she waits if she waits like a year or two maybe three comes back put an album out it's gonna do fucking numbers she always does so what's coming through my headphones right now i have been listening to the gorilla's new album humans really really heavy it's really really good like all of their features are really good they got kilo quiche they got my girl kalila they got everyone like so many people on it so this song right now that's playing it's halfway to the halfway house this is my favorite here it is check it out is graduation time so shout out to all of my hbcu grads y'all are bomb shout out to fam you all my rattlers out there i love following rattlers united on instagram if you want to get your little hbcu you know buzz or fee going on follow rattlers united because some of the students and the stories that they have are just fantastic they're amazing so listen y'all Y'all are taking some awesome, bomb-ass graduation photos. Like, no lie. Like, all the photos that I've been seeing, you know, just on my timeline and stuff like that are, like, amazing. They're creative. They're beautiful. 
um like y'all top notch right now like god damn like when i was fucking graduating oh my god like my graduation picks are like they're non-existent like we're not even gonna talk about my graduation picks because they are like horrible and it had nothing to do with the photographer it had everything to do with me i was a mess like graduation i was a mess like I just, oh God, I don't even know where to where to explain. Like my mother, she wasn't like paying for for my graduation photos, and the graduation photos. Like I graduated in twenty thirteen, so everyone took photos and they came out nice enough. But I would I would say that the past like two years, I've seen y'all get real real creative with graduation photos. So back when I was graduation, like yeah, we took pictures and photos, just like regular shit. But we weren't doing what y'all were doing. Y'all are doing like some next level cool ass shit. I will give y'all that. All of my HBCU grads, y'all are fantastic. Y'all look good. Really fucking good. Me, graduation photos weren't, that was not the first thing on my mind. It was like actually at the bottom of my list. I did not want to do it. I literally sent out invitations like maybe two or three days before graduation. Honestly, truly. So my graduation photos, like I was coming from like, I want to say I was coming from Orlando back to, back to, back to Tallahassee, which was like a four or five hour drive. So I didn't have an outfit. I didn't have anything. I just borrowed a cap and gown from my photographer. And I was like, all right, let's do this so I can make my mother happy so I can give this to her. I didn't do my makeup. I think my hair was like kind of sort of halfway done. The pictures just was like the worst the worst because it just wasn't important to me like I had so much going on like I was interviewing with like different tv stations and I was still like applying for jobs I didn't have a job yet that's what I was worried about I didn't give a fuck about a photo like I didn't have a job like I needed a job because I know that like you know I knew that graduation was around the corner I really did yeah so I knew graduation was like right around the corner so I was like really focused on getting a job, really. So y'all pictures, y'all are really doing it. Y'all look awesome. I'm so happy and I'm so proud of you. I know a lot of y'all are graduating this weekend or next weekend. Next weekend, no, next Wednesday is Columbia's graduation. I will be graduating 2018 or 2019 from Columbia. Y'all look good. Y'all look amazing. I know a lot of women and a lot of people, they have this opinion of me that um, I'm starting to realize it. And now I'm starting to see how I can change that because I've, you know, eavesdropped on a few conversations or I've, you know, heard a few things being said about me. But I noticed, especially like with a lot of I guess fam you people and I don't really like my circle I don't really you know roam in that fam you circle like that um a lot of my good friends uh come from fam you I don't really roam in that circle but whenever my name is brought up in anything it's always like oh Ariana oh you text Ariana oh she texts you what she want mm mm I don't know what is it. I don't know what I've done to people or what I said to make them have this idea of me because I, how can I say this? I don't really care about your opinion, but now I'm starting to see the other side of it 
And I just want to know, like, why that is. Because you don't really know me like that. We don't really hang out. We don't really kick it. So why is it that, like, every time my name is being brought up or someone is talking about me, it's always, oh, mm. Oh, her. Yeah, I kind of remember her. Like, yeah, you know, she's like, mm, you talking to her? She ta- you talking to her? And I'm just like, what? Jeez, man, I don't get a fair chance or a fair shot. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what I said to someone or did to someone. I really don't. And that's just another thing. But it is crazy outside. It is raining. It has been raining nonstop, like all day. And my socks are wet. My socks are wet. And that's how I feel right now. That's the mood that I'm in is like wet socks. I don't know. I hate wet socks. I really do. I don't know if anyone else hates wet socks, wet socks, wet underwear, just wet anything. It is raining like nonstop, just pouring down. Like I went to Westside Market just to pick up some fruit and some water because I just feel like death. I feel like death right now. And I got drenched. I got drenched in rain. And now my socks are wet. So I'm going to end this podcast on that note. I think I'm going to title this podcast Wet Socks because I really can't just explain that explains it. Wet Socks. I was going to title this Swag on Gucci and Keisha Part 2, but my energy level is not high enough. I cannot match uh, Gucci Mane and Keisha right now. And I just I just need sunlight. I need sunlight. Like there's no sun. There was no sun where I went on my vacation, pretty much. I mean, there was a few days where it was, like, a little sunny. There's no sun here. There was no sun all week. I have low vitamin fucking D. It's draining me, low iron, everything. I need sunlight. I need sunlight to be able to, like, give y'all that energy. I really, really do. So on that note, I'm going to end this podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to another episode of Tom Girl Podcast. I hope this was long enough. I will be back next week i'm gonna try to have um a guest i want to bring in one of my colleagues whatever i want to see if she's free or so if she is that will be interesting um so thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to tom girl this is my seventh episode titled wet socks thank you guys so much i really appreciate all your support good night from manhattan